civil danger warning. A disaster of unknown type has occurred. Number of casualties are not yet known. Outbreak of a highly contagious virus. Normal programming has been suspended. Stay calm and stay indoors. Gary. Gary, drill the hole there. This is not a test. Now insert the jack into the back of your neck. Okay, the matrix is booting up. Let's get started. The Glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire Radio Show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire Radio Show. Gary has plugged himself into an old version of the matrix that we found at the back of the larder, and that should provide enough battery power for our show. So whilst he hallucinates an adventure that could leave him either with a mangled brain, dead, or even worse, an anime fan, we'll be bringing you government-approved news and stories from the glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire, the mightiest of the many new nation-states that, several decades ago, emerged from the troubled era that was 21st century Britain. My name, of course, is Lloyd Becklesnip, and we have a packed show for you tonight. In our Spotlight On feature, I'll be catching up with Border Control Guard, Graham Tiphook. Basically, a series of steam whistles have been uh, placed around the border, and in between them are lengths of twine wrapped in lasers, if you can imagine such a thing. And later, we'll be getting all the latest from the world of arts with our cultural correspondent, Barnsley Wode. Uh, and Borstal, uh, in the modern folk tradition called Mulehouse McGillicuddy in the barn door slammers, and they were adequate. And if there's time, we'll pay a very special visit to the sports desk with Dale Wolfe as he previews the annual Swamp Mongrel Scramble. But first, here's the latest Contagion Containment news. In Upper Wensleydale, cabbage water flu has taken hold, so if you suspect you're infected, please remember to light your farts to prevent spreading the disease. Strictly no guff igniting during blackout hours. Remember, lit queefs and danger are chiefs. When your farts turn blue, you know the infection has then passed. If your farts turn green, please report to your local funeral pyre immediately. In West Tippleside, there's been an outbreak of Flecklington's Retort, a skin-wasting infection that's primarily spread via spittle and snot. So the local Boy Scouts' garbage job activities have been suspended until further notice, and the annual bogey Gymkhana has been rearranged for the autumn. And finally, in Skelmanthorpe, another bout of brineritis has broken out. So if all your hair has fallen off, please gather it up and bring it round to the reformed knitting group who are making mini unitards for the local swamp mongrels who have also been afflicted. But now, in our latest Spotlight On feature, I donned my flat jacket, updated my vaccines and headed off to furthest West Yorkshire to meet Border Patrol Guard, Graham Tiphook. And so I'm here with Private Graham Tiphook, who is one of our brave boys selflessly guarding our border and keeping our homes safe at night. Private Graham, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you very much. So how long have you been a, a border patrol guard? 18 years now. 18 years ago, we, I mean, the border wasn't what it is now. The first border was really just a shallow ditch. What involved the, the guarding of a, a shallow ditch? I'll admit back then it was a lot more long fish hooks, just uh, poking people away when they got too close. 
but uh, as you can tell there's been a lot of sweeping modernization since then uh, we've got these uh, biometric scanners which we uh, colloquially call dogs the dogs have been genetically modified in order to sniff out how can we put this Lancastrians and so say for example I was coming up to your border and uh, stop stop where you are do not approach the border any further that's the first thing I'd say you see it's quite strong isn't it you stopped there Lloyd I, I absolutely did I just for our listener there I just like to point out that Graham's body language was quite intimidating I don't think I've ever seen a pair of feet that far apart before and going back to the, the dog so you stopped me on my tracks yes and then your dog sorry what's your dog's name gremlin gremlin and so how do you know that he's spotted a wrongin gremlin and i have been together for a, a while now so we've we've developed a shorthand basically he'll sniff the air and if he gets a sense of something he doesn't like he'll approach whatever it is that he doesn't like if i then see him biting that thing or person i think oh that's a bad thing there. That's an undesirable. And now that's a subtle difference. Mm-hmm. Not a pe- lot of people will pick up on that, but we have a shorthand. I can see that you've got that man-animal bond thing going on. No offence to you, but if you saw a dog attacking a man, you might just think, oh, there's a dog attacking a man. Normal everyday occurrence, which we'd see on the streets of Harrogate any day of the week. Oh, yes. I, I saw one on the way to work this morning. Of course you did. We all do. <laughs> The Glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire Radio Show. And we'll hear the rest of that fascinating chat in a moment, but first a word from this week's sponsor. Do you fancy yourself a wee website now? And would you like that website to be available in over 30 shades of green while also emanating a certain Celtic charm and wistful lyricism? Then, fella, have you come to the right people? At Queerspace, we can knock you up a shocking good web page in next to no time. Now, it might leak a little HTML, and don't be loading too much bandwidth on the old yoke. But it'll be cheap, it'll do what you need, and we'll even throw in a free digital shamrock for good luck. Now, it definitely won't be just some flowery graphics concealing a home page that can't actually do anything. Queerspace. Our way of getting revenge on you's imperialist gets one shonky website at a time. And now back to our interview with Border Control Guard, Graham Tiphook. So what other technological advances? I've, I've heard about these laser fences that are keeping out people who are trying to break into our glorious Republic of Yorkshire. How do those operate? Basically, a series of steam whistles have been uh, placed around the border and in between them are lengths of twine wrapped in lasers, if you can imagine such a thing. Mm -hmm. And that steam whistle, if it was to ever happen, would go around the entire country. Can you imagine the noise? That would be quite deafening. But you said there, if it were to ever happen. Are you saying that nobody's tried to break in to the glorious free Republic of Yorkshire? I would have thought they would be trying to arrive here in their thousands to sample our products like swamp mongrel and whatnot. Well, I love a bit of whatnot as much as the next man, and I'll tell you this. It is a testament to the 
the agents all around this great country of ours that there are many attempts every day, of course they are, they all want to be here, but they get stopped. The palms go out, stop there, sir. You send the dog, they don't even get close. That's just how good our government is doing. So, on the long, lonely nights, how do you while away the hours? Well, obviously, I sing the national anthem as many times as I can. Yes, yes. I, I won't try and do it now. I don't have the voice for no, it. No, no, no. And if you sing it out of key, I would have to report you to the authorities. And I would have to be re-educated, of course. Yes. But I read the appropriate materials, all of which have been vetted by the appropriate people, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. And uh, a bit of shadow puppetry. And so when you do capture one of these illegals, mm -hmm. what's in store for someone who dares to, to breach our border? Well, I mean, you can try and find that question out if you'd like, but uh, I just put them in the big black van and close the door. Do you want to go in one of the big black vans and follow them? Not right now. So the black vans arrive early in the morning, is that the general routine? They arrive as and when they need to. I've never given prior notice uh, and I simply round up anyone that I have and put them in the black van. Obviously the men in the masks don't say anything. Mm -hmm. I don't acknowledge them. I put the undesirables in the van, close the door, lock it, padlock it, laser lock it, and then walk away with my head facing down. So you've no idea why they've got three inch reinforced steel with sound muffling devices. I have no question about that, is what I don't have. Is the correct answer. Oh, thank God. Thank you very much, Graham. Thank you, Lloyd. The glorious free republic of Yorkshire radio show. What a revealing feature that was. It gladdens my heart that people like Graham are protecting our freedom by brutally oppressing anyone who dares to even approach the glorious free republic of Yorkshire. And speaking of the widespread spilling of our enemy's blood, brings me nicely to our next guest. It's art critic Barnsley Wode. I caught up with Barnsley to find out what's new and exciting in the Yorkshire cultural wasteland, uh, I mean landscape. Hello, Barnsley, and welcome to the show. Hello, Lloyd. Uh, a long-time listener. I'm very, very pleased to be visiting the studio today. May I compliment you on a beautiful cup of acorn coffee? That is a fine mouthful. A very fine mouthful, indeed. You can thank our intern, Gary. He does all the work around here. Thanks, Gary. He's a, he has a pleasing asymmetry to his face. He provides us with the power to broadcast so it has a certain effect on them that mm. uh, I was about to say it's not permanent but it is permanent it will be I hope that by Christmas next he's saved up enough for a, a glass eye which at least matches his remaining eye in size if not colour he'd be doing well to match that colour I think or, or size he's quite a large eyed young man but anyway Barnsley it's a delight to have you on the show it's a genuine pleasure to be here like no pleasure I've experienced before and as one of Yorkshire's three remaining art aficionados art critic art troubadour an exponent of both the arts the ones that go in your ears and the ones that go in your eyes the art is what nourishes the very soul and what's been nourishing your soul 
this week. I saw a band recently at a reformed working men's club uh, and Borstal uh, in the modern folk tradition called Mulehouse McGillicuddy and the Barn Door Slammers and they were adequate for our purposes. They're on tour at the minute, I believe. They are. They're doing a tour of Yorkshire, which will suffice. Well, yes, I mean, I say they're on tour. Basically, they've driven a stick into your ground, tied what a couple of hundred yards of rope to it, and they're just going round and round and round. Orbiting that radius. Yes, yes until the rope is... Is tightened. And, yeah, 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 yes. Not only are they touring with their cart, they've got the plough attached behind. That's right. The invention of the uh, circular furrow has been a boon to the community. So if you don't keep up with the gig, you're going to be fertilising the land. You really are. Must mention that it's not an actual barn. Obviously, they didn't have the permits to have their own barn. Mm-hmm. They're not independently wealthy, so mm-hmm. it's a metaphorical barn. Don't be up in arms, comrades, brothers and sisters. It, they're not landed gentry. Nice of you to warn that there's no barn. What a very pleasing rhyme that was. Mm-hmm. I shall write that down in my small notebook now. And so... in. I haven't finished writing. Okay, sorry. Don't interrupt the R. B A R N. Barn. Barn. The Glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire Radio Show. And we'll hear the rest of that interview in a moment. But first, here's a little taste of what's also available to listen to on the Free Yorkshire Network. Hi, I'm Arnold Smugtalker, and I'll be telling you an anecdote about my life with some annoyingly fey music under it, and both the music and I will dramatically pause. That's when you realise that I'm actually talking about some much larger subject, and my kooky take on it will convince you that I'm incredibly smart, just so long as you don't stop to actually think about what I'm saying for more than two seconds. That's right, it's Teddy Talks. The easy way to convince yourself that you're improving your life as you listen to self-appointed experts who sound clever, but don't really ever say anything. Now with the liberal sprinklings of vocal fry. So you're not sure if everything is a question? Teddy Talks. And now back to our arts update with Barnsley Wode. So we've heard about the art for the years. Mm. But man cannot live on music alone. The soul needs a visual feast to, to, art for to the eyes. sup upon. Art for the eyes. And yeah. we're aware of Yorkshire's leading painter, Philip Dolworthy. And Tremendously he's... innovative painter. Well, you talk about innovative. Talk about innovative. Innovative. I even. don't know anything about innovation, I'm afraid. I'm no, afraid. no, it's... I'm not new... a man of this soil. I'm it's... a cultural critic and commentator. It's the next thing after innovation is innovation. Yes. Mm-hmm. You can be inundated with innovation and innovating while you're inundating your innovations. But 
his latest inhibition is the very thing that he's making the paintings with. Uh, he's using houses as canvas. Yes. And he's painting the interiors in a magnolia. It's what they call a, a gloss paint. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. The uniformity is a wonder to behold. It goes from floor to, well, where the roof would be if you have the permit. Ah, uh, yes, yes. And it goes from wall to other wall if you're fortunate enough to have a house with more than one wall. Mm-hmm. And now there have been rumours that his paint is made from swamp mongrel blood. I'm happy to clarify that's not the case. That's not the case. It's made from ground teeth of cultural dissenters and a, a glue of his own devising. Mm-hmm. It's a mixture of saliva and other bodily... Unguents. Unguents, yes. Unguents is a lovely word, Lloyd. Congratulations on the vocabulary there. Unguents means that they can now avoid the use of the word fluids. Excuse me, cleansing my palate a little there. I'm going to wash that down with a bit of acorny goodness. I'm wondering what Gary's used as milk there. That's particularly strong. You don't. Stop wondering right now. You don't want to wonder. Just enjoy the consistency. It's very zinky. So finally, having perused the art for the ears and the art for the eyes, of course we have our travelling theatre troupe who will be combining both. Oh yes, it's like a pantomime. I remember as a very small boy being taken to a pantomime with an elderly relative. Mm -hmm. I seem to remember it was both festive and chaotic. I received a boiled sweet right to the centre of the forehead. So the modern interpretation of the pantonomy is... Uh, I believe it's pantonomy. Pantonomy. Yes. Is going to be opening next week. You've had a sneak preview. Yes, I have. Of uh, uh, Aladdin and the Seven Dwarves. Featuring Snow White and a bean's talk. Ah, yes, the famous Mexican talking bean. Precisely, precisely. Yeah. Imported all the way from slightly sunnier climes, although obviously they're not happy since what happened. Well, we say sunny, that's one way of describing the constant flow of toxic lava that's now engulfed their nation. And also, since the sea level did what it did, only the webbed footed have survived. Excuse me, sorry, it's mm-hmm. talk, talk of beans. It'll set anyone off. It's quite a small studio, this, isn't it? <laughs> <coughs> so, uh, yes, we're well underground, so there's not much in the way of ventilation, I'm afraid. Oh. But we'll soldier on. I look forward to the pantomime. Yeah. I think you should too. I, I would like to see it again because it was very confusing. There was a love story that I couldn't quite follow. It was it was across a class divide and there was some use of witchcraft. And obviously those are two things that will not be tolerated. Mm. Love across a class divide and also the dark arts. Mm. We're, a, we're a good church-going, God-fearing people here in Yorkshire. Yeah, yeah. So the censors have been in and excised the uh, yes. offending passages, so to yes, speak. Yes, the, the pantomime is now called and. Okay. Something for all the family. Precisely. I'm sure we can agree. That's all I think. (laughs) As I start to fade from consciousness due to the toxic fumes, I think that's plenty of art for one week before the population starts to get ideas for themselves. Yes, let's just remind people to sleep very soundly and question nothing. After all, that is the role of art. 
it's been a genuine pleasure talking to you, Lloyd, and may I compliment you on, on Gary. You may. Thank you, and good night. Well, Gary is twitching in his seat like a sugar-overdosed three-year-old with a bladder problem. So I'm guessing he's reaching the end of his Matrix adventure. But if we're quick, I think we've got time for a visit to the sports desk with Dale Wolf. Dale, I believe this weekend we're all off to Skelmanthorpe because we know what weekend it is, don't we? Of course, Lloyd, it is the Swamp Mongrel Scramble and I am absolutely delighted. I've been... Uh, down the gym if you've noticed how swole I am at the moment. Oh so you are actually going to be taking part Dale? Yep I did it a few years ago and got a bit of a dicky ankle however I'm back I'm on form and I'm going to be taking part and everybody should as well because of course it is the spot for all. It's an all comers this year isn't it? We've got grannies we've got kids we've got household pets. The only restriction of course is nobody under the age of eight. And what are the weather conditions looking like for this year's event? Well, it's going to be scattered showers, so you might want to prepare some Wellingtons, some waterproofs, things to that effect. It might get pretty slippery down in the valley. So an extra inch on those spikes, because once you crunch through 10 or 20 swamp mongrels, the spikes tend to lose their grip a bit. They do have quite a dulling effect, so bring back up spikes. That is a definite recommendation that, well, I'm going to be packing a few extra spikes, if you know what I'm saying. And remember to firmly seal the top of your Wellington, because if you get a swamp mongrel inside your Wellington... Game over. Nobody's ever come back from a mongrel in the welly. Absolutely not. It's retired some of the best scramblers we've ever seen. But Mayor Jack Knuckles is going to be down there. He's going to be starting the events at sundown with The Sacrifice. What children's TV presenter is getting sacrificed this year? It's Mr Tickle this year. Oh, right. We're going old school, going for the preschool children's presenter. That will please a lot of the old timers, because there has been some controversy. People are saying the event has been watered down. New regulations means that the survival rate for the first time last year was over 50%. Some of the older generation have said it's become more placid with some of the new rules and regulations. However, Mayor Jack Knuckles has really stripped it back, so it is definitely going to be more of an old school affair, which, let's face it, We've been yearning for that for a long time. Well, I'll be there cheering everyone on. I'm You're not... not taking part this year, Lloyd? No, no, I've done my required 10 turns and I don't need to legally enter it again, so I'm going to enjoy it from the sidelines this year. Well, my permits are in place and I am going down the valley and I hope to see you all there. We will catch up again with you soon. Thanks, Lloyd. <laughs> I did see Dale at the Swamp Mongrel Scramble, but, as I'm sure you've all heard, unfortunately Dale did not make it through this year's event. The organisers have, however, decided to posthumously award him a scramble completion lanyard, as more than 50% of the mongrels that devoured him did eventually stray over the finish line. I'm sure that'll be a great comfort to his wife and one and a half children. In addition, the excrement from the offending critters has now been collected and in a special ceremony next Tuesday will be smeared over the pitch of Flailing and Twig's team, the Selby Teeth. Having been Dale's friend for many years, I know that this would have warmed his heart as he really, really hated that team. 
Gary has just sent the cafetiere flying with another matrix swoop and appears to be bleeding from both eye sockets, so it may be time to extract him from his digital nightmare before his brain is permanently altered and he becomes an agent of destruction in our organic reality. I guess that's the end of another show. Cheerio, and until next time, may all your brews be strong, may all your puddings be fettled, and may all your swamp mongrels be radiation-free. Tara. Communications have been severely disrupted. Make sure you have food, water, and a battery-powered radio with you. This is not a test. Hi, thanks for listening. I'm Noel Curry, and on this show you heard Adam Martin, Paul Silky White, and Josh Wyatt. You can find out more about all of us in the information section of this podcast. We'll be back next month, but if you enjoyed what you heard, then please subscribe, share, rate, and review. The glorious free republic of your Shire radio show.